So, let's talk about supporting independent media. For only $1 a month, you can help finance the Elisa the Yarnista podcast at patreon.com slash Elisa the Yarnista. That's only 25 cents per show. Go now to patreon.com slash Elisa the Yarnista. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash Elisa the Yarnista and sign up for $1 a month, $5 a month, $15 a month, or whatever you can afford. If you sign up for $5 or more, you'll get special Patreon-only content like our pre- and post-shows, behind-the-scenes looks, and special unused footage. And if we reach our $100 per month goal, we'll schedule a monthly live online hangout for all of our patrons. That's patreon.com slash Lisa the Yarnista. Welcome, everybody, to the very first and possibly last, we'll see how this goes, episode podcast of the Elisa the Yarnista podcast. I am Mike, sometimes known as Mr. Yarnista. Across the table from me is Elisa the Yarnista herself. How you doing, Lisa? I'm all right. Good. <laughs> how are you? I'm <laughs> pretty good, too. We're off to an excellent start so far, aren't we? It's very happy. It's awesome. So, Lisa, what are we doing here? Well, we're going to talk about stuff. We're going to talk about some stuff. We'll find some things to talk about. We'll find out what's going on. Um, we'll talk about knitting. We'll talk about what we've been up to recently. Things. Things. Things and stuff. And more things. That was 100 episodes ago. That was two years ago. Oh, just about exactly two years ago. And now here we are, 99 episodes later for episode 100 of the Elisa the Yarnista podcast. It's official. We made it. I'm not across the table from you, though. No, you're by my side. And I was surprised. It's, it's, as I, I've got a couple more things like that and like listening for uh, like how much some things have changed, but really how little some things have changed as well. Like there's a lot of things that we say that are, well, that I say at least anyway, that are kind of the same. Like I kind of knew where we were going. Man, Rollo is having a feast on his foot there. He'll be fine. Yeah. He has another. He has three He'll, more of them. He's got, yeah, he's got plenty of feet. But yeah, so that was uh, two years ago at this point. And, you know, I was looking at. Uh, it could be three years ago if somebody wouldn't have resisted for a year. That's true. We could be on episode like 150 at this point. If you had gone through with it right away, as I had suggested, and just think you wouldn't be nervous at all anymore. I'd still be nervous. <laughs> But it was fun looking through back because I, I've got, and I think you can probably get them all in iTunes yet. They're still, they're still all available. If you just started listening or whatever, you can go back and listen to some of the, the early ones. And They're all on the, on the website too, aren't they? Yeah, I think you can probably get them on the website as well. Yep. Um, but like the early ones, like I think until episode 38, I think episode 38 is when we hit our mark the very first time. Otherwise, we were going, we, we were happy to get like 20 minutes. 30 minutes, which for some people is probably plenty. That's probably fine. Some people probably want us to shut up after 30 minutes, or me anyway. Me? No. No. But yeah, so it was uh, a lot of cool stuff. So if you haven't listened, you can go back and uh, hear some of those old ones. And uh, it's fun. I can't, it's still hard for me to believe. I, I feel like every time we do this, it's still kind of fairly new and like, we haven't done it before, at least not a hundred times. No, it doesn't feel like a hundred. It feels like 99. Isn't it just 99? Just 99. What are you drinking? I'm drinking my Tony Cole. 
Hey, Elizabeth. So we do have, well, I guess if you're listening to this on iTunes at this point, you're not going to be able to jump in the live chat, but we've got the live chat open for everybody um, to come in. So that does mean we've got the video will be available for everybody. It's a public video. Over um, on so YouTube. you can come in and actually, I don't know that I made this public. That might be a problem. Uh, yep. But everybody coming in should have, there we go, changes are saved. So hopefully that didn't cause anybody any problems. Oh, Michael. See, I told you the one thing I, I was going to forget to do something, and that was it. But every, the only way anybody would get here is through those uh, through those links. And as long as you have the link, you'll be able to get in. So anyway, <laughs> that's going to be great on, on the recorded audio version of the podcast. Um, so thank you, everybody, for stopping by. So remember to do that on the 200th episode in two years. In two more years. That's a long time. I have to make a note for myself. I'll, I'll, I'll put a, uh, a Google appointment or whatever in my my google calendar so thank everybody for stopping by for episode number 100 of the podcast and uh we haven't been doing this for all 100 episodes of the podcast but uh we do have an amazon affiliate link on the blog alisathearnista.com over on the right hand side go over there click on that that'll take you to amazon and you do your shopping just like you normally do Except when you put stuff in your cart and check out, there's a good chance Amazon may kick a couple pennies over our way, which does help us pay mm -hmm. for hosting the blog and uh, potentially uh, upgrading to a new host for the podcast. So we can get some better analytics and things like that. But the free win we're at now is, is just fine as well. But anyway, it's a good way to help us out and it costs you nothing. Very easy to do. If you would like to participate in the program, you can send us an email podcast at elisatheyarnista.com and uh, we'll read those questions and comments and ideas on the air um, in the next episode of the podcast. And you can always, of course, go to patreon.com and for $5 a month, we will get you access to the video version of the uh, of the podcast. We record that live each and every week, every Saturday. It's not always at seven o'clock, but we do try to record uh, every Saturday and you'll get access to that live video version you can get in the chat and hang out with some cool people we've got a bunch of cool people in the chat right now so you can do that uh every single week against five bucks a month to do that uh so elisa you, can, oh. you can't I, I have to go get a kleenex <laughs> you couldn't have gotten a kleenex while i was my nose saying all of those things oh it no started. It now started the thing again. now i have to think of something to say while elisa is running away she, apparently she's scared again rollo seems concerned he's he's trying to figure out what's going on where she left in such a hurry and I'm watching the uh, replay on YouTube, and Elisa is getting up, and she's leaving me, and now I'm sitting here all by myself, all I'm alone. Back. And now Elisa's back. Okay. That happened, what, two or three weeks? Well, it happened like two weeks ago, the last... and then I got sick. Oh, good. Well, here we go. I'm going to start all over again. Talk about what you've been knitting on. We missed a, a week last week. I didn't do a lot. I, I, I'm not. I haven't quite mastered knitting while I'm sleeping. So no, I did not do it well. Oh. And we had a lot going on. Imagine so. how much you could get done if you could knit while you were sleeping. I'm not very good at sleeping though either. So well, that's true. Um, so I actually cast on or I swatched for because you know I said I wasn't going to. Um, I wasn't going to. I was trying to not. Um, cast on all of the things when all the Brooklyn Tweed arrived at the yeah, shop. Yeah, seven big, huge boxes full of yarn. Well, we've had more arrive since then because I've been reordering. So, oh. yeah, we've we've had we've had quite a bit coming in. So, I um could not resist, 
and I swatched and have cast on for, it doesn't want to change, um, oops, Veronica by, um, Shannon Cook. So what is Veronica by Shannon Cook for those so people it is who are a, not watching? It is a sweater that she called a textured shawl collar cocoon cardigan. So it's knit all in one piece and then it kind of looks like a T and then the two fronts come down and get seamed to the sides and then you have armholes. So yeah. um, I, as soon as the pattern came out, it was, I think it was the day that I was trying to get like everything finalized with the Brooklyn Tweed. And I had people email, I had a bunch of knitters emailing me, Hey, do you have anything at the shop that would work for this? And what do you, what, yeah. what, what do you think? And I'm like, yeah, but I got to wait for the big announcement. <laughs> so, so is this um, the big announcement? Well, no, oh. no, I was waiting for the big announcement for the Brooklyn Tweed because oh, I hadn't, I, I hadn't it. announced it yet. So I, um, I knit a swatch in shelter. I'm really got outside my box and, uh, gray. But I think it's going to go with everything. I got, um, it's snowbound, which is like kind of a nice light gray with, uh, some dark flux in it. And I think it's just going to be a really cozy sweater to wear, like with, everything and yep. just curl up so and the shelter i think is gonna be really good for it because it's really big in the back so it's gonna hold its shape but really well with it being a, a woolen spun and being a little bit lighter so um but that's i've been working on that i have the new knit along almost done i'll be announcing that um hopefully um tuesday yeah for the store so it'll be a little bit late but it's it's a smaller project so, so there's plenty of time there's plenty of time good. But yeah, that's really all I've been knitting on. I kept trying to go back to my socks, and that hasn't happened. And I haven't knitted the, your anything opal on. socks. Yeah, you were almost done, weren't you? Oh, I finished the one. Oh. I have. I started a second one. I started. Oh yeah, it's been two weeks. I finished. Oh, didn't I? I think I finished the toe the last time we were here. The never-ending opal socks. And the next, uh, the next Advent thing comes out when. Um, November. Oh, okay. So you got some time before. As long as you're not December. Still, I long can't, and I can't use it until December first anyway. Can't use what? The the advent because it's an no, advent. I'm just calendar. saying you don't want to be working on the ones from last year when the new one comes out. I have until December first. I can do them all <laughs> over Thanksgiving. So yeah, I've gotten uh, about uh, six rows in, six rounds in for the ribbing on another on a new one. So hey, look what color that is. Well, yeah, I'm doing all of them, though. Oh. The cuffs and heels and toes, and that one still needs heels. So I'm just going to go through and knit them all as, like, tube socks and then insert heels later. But that's really all I've been doing. Hello. Morello's very friendly. Um, yeah, that's really all I've been... Because we've been... We had a busy week with... Um, well, we had a busy two weeks with prepping. Yeah. Because, I mean, yeah, it wasn't exceptionally busy. You're making faces at me, but it was exceptionally busy these last, these last well, like three weeks because the Brooklyn Tweed was coming. So yeah. had to hurry up and find place a space for that and then get all that out. And thankfully, I had help for that. Well, and last weekend was the big Southeast Wisconsin yarn crawl, the Wandering You, Wandering You yarn crawl. That was a lot of fun. Did we Did we talk about that at all? I think we talked that here? we were going to do it, but it hadn't happened. Or I don't right. know. We talked that. I don't know. 
But anyway, we'll we'll just talk about it. How about that? Yeah. So, well, go ahead. Oh, you can't. I've been talking for forty minutes. Um, the uh, so we did um the wandering new yarn crawl, which is the southeastern Wisconsin. Um, and Rollo's trying to dig a hole crawl. in his bed, and that's always good for it. Um, and it's this is the second year that we've done it, and we have seven. We had seven stops seven this shops, time yeah. around. Um, six shops and an alpaca farm. So that was a little bit of an int- a new a new addition. Yes, I mean the feedback that we got on that one is people yeah people liked it. It was something different and it was unique and it sounds like they had more. I mean they had like yarn spun up that you could purchase, but they also had a lot of like finished projects as well. Yeah, right? yeah, and they had um, someone told me that the, the alpacas were rude. They were rude. <laughs> someone went to take a picture of them. and They all walked away and they're oh, pretty, no. they're kind of shy and kind of skittish. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we got really good feedback on that. So yeah, it was kind of fun because when when my mom was here, we went down to um we went down to Milwaukee. We had to go pick yeah. up the bags for the yarn crawl, so yep. we went to Cream City Yarn, and that was it's always fun to go and see other shops. And then yeah. it's fun because well, like, I'd never been there before, so was, I'd, I'd never been there a lot either. about it. Obviously, so oh, you haven't been there either. Mm-mm. Oh, where was no. the original meeting? Didn't you have a meeting? Yeah, the meeting the meeting was at another shop because they had uh, something happening at, happening there. So we had um, a meeting at the Knitting Nook. So yeah, it's always fun to go and it's fun because some of the knitters that I had that I've known since we opened the store, um, a couple of them work there. One of them's a manager and yeah. one of them is uh, sales there. So that's kind of fun. But yeah, so we it was Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, the twenty eighth through the thirtieth of the July. The very first time we'd ever been open on a Sunday. The one and only, which will probably happen again last year or next year because it worked it seemed, out well. Yeah, it seemed to be work out pretty well because. I was surprised we had a lot of people coming in on Monday or on Friday right away. Didn't expect so many people. I, th- I think a lot of people took vacation and time off from work mm-hmm. just to go on the yarn crawl. And that was pretty cool. Yeah, they had, um, they had so many, um, there, there were so many, it was steady the whole time. I was telling people, we didn't yeah. have time to like, we didn't have time to like stop and like eat or anything. I mean, mm-hmm. it was, it was busy the whole time. Yeah. So definitely well worth participating in. And yeah. everybody seemed to have a really good time. Well, and I had heard from um, from some people that they um, there there were knitters coming up from Chicago. So I mean, the in Illinois and other areas to come to the yarn crawl. Oh, really? So huh. yeah, we had people. Well, one of the girls in the crawls, she had a um, she had a bag from the Chicago yarn crawl and I, she was going back down for that. So I think she was from Chicago. I don't know if she was here with a friend from the area. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. And actually, I mean, we were both sick obviously last weekend, which is why we didn't do the, the Friday afternoon episode. it started, wasn't it? Well, I think we neither one of us was like feeling Thursday great Thursday night, Friday morning, but it actually probably worked out that we had the, the crawl going on because it was it was busy to the point that you couldn't really think about being yeah. sick. You just had to kind of just keep going and do your thing and uh, be happy and smile and be nice. And yep. it was it was too busy to think about being sick. So it was actually probably I mean, from a recovery standpoint, not so good, but from a standpoint of. You know, if I'm just going to lay around home and think about being sick in bed all day long, that's no fun. Yeah, I made the day. It, well, yeah, I made the time pass. Well, and then we came home on Friday, went right to bed pretty quickly, and Saturday went to bed. I thought I thought Sunday was going to be like when well, we didn't know what to expect. We never, like we never been open on a Sunday. Yeah, we actually had some of our some of our local regulars come in on yeah. Sunday since we were open. They didn't want us to be there by ourselves. 
wanted to make it worthwhile. <laughs> Sunday. And, yeah. Sunday was Sunday. I don't know if Sunday was quieter or if it was just that it was only four hours. So, yeah, I mean, it's hard to say, I guess, but it was, and, and there were people on Friday already that had like finished the whole thing. By one like 430. Yeah. One of them in the chat right now, believe it or not. <laughs> But, you know, in, in this yarn crawl, you know, we're probably, what, an hour and a half away from, like, the furthest shop yeah. or so. Yeah, and they, if they were, so they would stop, a lot of them stopped at our shop first and then went down to the Milwaukee area. And, I mean, you want to try and get out of there before rush hour. We don't have a whole lot of, like, rush hour in Beaver no, Dam. Beaver Dam rush hour. The, the, the worst experience i have for rush hour beaver dam is when like if i don't go to the gym after work and i come straight home getting off the highway on the ramp sometimes you have to sit there for i don't know three or four or five minutes to get across and it's pretty it's pretty infuriating but it was a good time and i'm looking forward to doing it again next year of course yeah yeah it was a lot of fun like i've said too it's been it was a lot of fun interacting with the other shop owners Mm -hmm. and being able to do some of that um so if anybody went out we i sent an email out today and posted on facebook um on the firefly page the the winners so the winner that so everybody was crazy about finishing completing their passports um they uh got entered for a $50 gift card from each of the shops, from which would be every a, single yeah, shop. So $350 worth of fiber. That's so, crazy. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. You get $350 worth of needles or books yeah. or whatever. That I mean, that's a heck of a prize. Yeah. That's worth driving around. I mean, it's fun to begin with, but if you can win, well, anything, I guess, but man, 350 bucks. Yeah. So, but yeah, it was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. What else we got? Done with that one? Yeah, I don't know what else to say. I mean, it was... So what I'll say is if you would like to purchase any... Well, I guess the one thing that Elisa showed us here... Oh, well, I didn't... Oh, so one of the exciting things about the yarn crawl... The the, the yarn crawl, again, this year, last year it fell... It was the same thing. There was a new um, field bag that released. This year, um, the release... um, That Friday, uh, Fringe released the Army Green Porter Bin. So... Porter bin is now available in army green. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of love it. Had somebody that drove all the way from Madison yesterday for one. Well, I think it's worth the drive. Yeah. If you don't want to drive all the way from Madison or wherever you happen to live, I mean, you can, you're more than welcome mm-hmm. to make that drive from, I don't know, California or France or wherever you happen to be. If you don't want to do that, you can go to fireflyfibers.com and do your shopping online. And if you order at least a hundred dollars worth of stuff, you get free shipping. I'm sorry you don't get to see say F R E E S. But if you order um a hundred dollars or more of anything mm-hmm. on the the website, whether it's a love and leche or yarn or fabric or whatever's on there, mm-hmm. um you get free shipping. So the offer code there is Elisa. Free ship. Free ship. F R E E S H I P. Free ship and you get free shipping. Episode number seven, the first appearance of F R E E S H I P. And then I killed it. Which new died website. like two weeks ago. So you don't need to use the offer code no. anymore, but just do $100 in the cart and then you get the free shipping that calculates automatically. And uh, yeah, you get that porter bin and that gets you pretty close yep. on its own. Yeah. If you're going to get the porter bin and pay for shipping, you might as well get a little bit more and get free shipping. There you go. Yeah. Um, so. What else? Any- oh, oh, and we have, um, so for the yarn crawl, we had uh, a reappearance of Julie Aslan's pop-up shop. 
and it was all 20% off for the yarn crawl. That is now exclusively available online until mm. um, August 14th. So whatever was left is all on the website for 20% off. So there you go. And it's under pop-up, Julie's pop-up. So go check that out. That can be a part of your $100 or yeah. more. Yeah. Now it's time, Elisa. For what? A new segment. Oh, no. That I'm going to is... call Knitting <sighs> Canoes. Now, see, if you could see the Google Doc that I created, and you're not even looking at it, but for everybody that's listening, because you can't see it, I'm going to explain for Elisa because she can't see it either. I did look at it. It's knitting and then news with a K in front. So it's like, it's funny. Because it's knitting canoes. Is that? Slap your knees, everyone. (laughs) Aha! The first appearance of Knitting Canoes is episode three. So that one got kicked off pretty. Oh my god. Right away almost, actually. So the very first Knitting Canoes. All right. So we've got a couple stories that we're going to take a look at. Let's uh, see if this works. All right. So the very first. Uh, That's story. over my face, though. No, it's not. Oh, Lisa, here, let's, I'll just do like this. How's that? That's fine. That's better. Better? You can just put it right over my face if you want to do that. You can hide behind the knitting news. Knitting canoes. All right. First story, pensioner. So you know right away, this is coming from somewhere, not in the United States, out of the UK. Pensioner given months to live spends two years knitting five foot replica ocean liner. This lady is kind of amazing. Um, so a great grandmother who was given just months to live has spent two years knitting an impressive five foot replica ocean liner saying, don't give up living just because you are dying. And I think that makes sense. Uh, her name is Eva J. She's 88. She was diagnosed with uh, terminal lung cancer in 2015. She used more than 100 balls of wool and knitted up to knitted for up to six hours a day to create the intricately intricately detailed cruise liner, whose front comes down to reveal a. I am not any better at reading on episode 100 than I was in episode number three. You'd think at some point I would be able to read without. I would and, think that it would have happened somewhere in like sooner than the last two years, though. You've been reading for a while. 40x years? Yes. <sighs> but intricately de- designed a detailed cruise liner whose front comes down to re- reveal a ballroom, bedroom, and a bathroom. She now wants to donate her ch- creation to charity. And so there she is making her, her thing. Um, That's a big thing. It's five feet long. So it was a great achievement. I didn't think I would. I didn't think I would die because I have a lot of things to live for. And now I've made a doll's house and I'm making cubes, so I have a lot to look forward to. Don't give up living just because you're dying. That's my motto. And if you're gonna have a motto, that's probably a good one to have. The replica replica liner is about five feet long, two feet high. Its front comes down to reveal a ballroom complete with mirrored walls, a stage, glitter ball, and a grand piano, while the back opens out to reveal the bedroom complete with furniture and bathroom. And on the top deck, there's a hot tub with Barbie doll sun loungers. And I maybe post this on the Facebook page or something like that. But it's not like she just did an outside of a cruise liner, which would be impressive enough. But there's like all kinds of compartments and hidden things in here that you can open up and look at. And it's kind of crazy. Her daughter, Claire Pierce, 57, said Eva had sewn her siblings clothes when they were children and added all of our lives. Mom had made things. We were brought up with her uh, sewing or knitting or creating something. When she was diagnosed in December 2015, I made her a list of reasons to live. 
And the second one on the list was you haven't finished the liner. She actually finished the liner while she was being sick. Uh, she came to terms that she's got cancer. She's the most amazing lady ever. If I grow up to be half the lady she is, I will be happy. And that's, yeah, it's quite a story. And here's a picture of the, the RV thing that she knitted as well. So that's how, what kind of a structure do you think that is? You can't just like knit and it knits walls. Is she knitting around something or like on something? Well, it looks like, I wonder if it's that, um, Oh, what is that stuff called? Um, uh, the, the, oh, my grandma used to do it. You like stitch like on it with plastic. yarn. Yeah. The plastic with the holes in it. Cause that's what it looks like with the oh, texture you know on there. Yeah. Because looking at it, it's not actually knitted, is it? Mm-mm. It's just kind of, it's, it's a uh, lot of yarn. Yeah. I can't remember what that's called. I didn't look at it yeah. that closely when uh, when I was looking at this. Well, for the last two weeks, I've been looking at this story, but <laughs> I didn't look at it that closely. But yeah, I bet that's what it is. It's, it's that kind of grid, plastic grid-like yep. stuff. And she must just kind of cut it into shape, and then she wraps the yarn into it. But yeah, she makes these intricate kind of detailed things, and then she, she donates them and uh, gives them to charity or sells them off to charity. So that's pretty cool. You should start doing that. I don't, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I mean, it's neat, but I don't know. I'm trying to think of where, like even something that size, where would we even put that? I guess we could put it in here. We could put it in the middle of our living room. Yeah. And just let it, so Rollo would jump on it and squash it. Could make it into a, oh, well, you could make him a cave. You could make him some sort of like a little doggy house. Oh, you know, he would love that because anybody. Would... he would. But then he'd be afraid to come out of it because now the, the house would be outside and he's terrified Aww. of outside. So then he'd be stuck in this little teeny tiny, what I had to make it really big. And he wouldn't go in his, in his kennel as it was. So that was different. <laughs> different yeah. than a, well, yeah, different a than, a, than a dog house. Yeah. I think he would like a dog house outside. I mean, he hangs he out underneath the, the, the table. Like it's a, like it's a house. I'm, a, so, I'm trying to trying to push up my glasses and adjust my glasses. There. And You're not wearing glasses. They're not on my face. I'm never going to get over that. Yeah, and it was funny at the during the yarn crawl, you saw the pattern for that that blue sky pattern for um oh for the uh, the 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 dog sweater. And I oh, hadn't yeah. I had thought about it for Rollo before, but you know because he wears his shirt. But then yep. yeah, I bet he would really like it. And they do come. I mean, it, there are sizes for. Rollo sized dogs. Yeah. Yeah, it's a cute little pattern. That that dog is super cute in the, oh, in the yes. pattern. <laughs> but Rollo would be cuter though. Probably. At the knit him a blue sweater to match his eyes. What color would you make it gray? Blue and gray. Oh. Blue, yeah, blue and gray. That would work. Would you like blue and gray? Should mommy knit you a sweater? I'm knit, gonna knit you a sweater. Yeah. That'll be good. And shelter. You have to get more shelter. I ordered some for you. It's a three X size, apparently. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm gonna have to yeah, measure you again. Yeah, look at this again. thing on the video. It makes me look like. Well, I think like that's I'm why a garbage bag or something. I know. I think that's. I was gonna take it and cut it down. I think I. I don't know if they sent me the wrong size or what happened. Your mom was just here. She knows how to do that. I bet she, she can probably tell me how to do that. Made the whole thing. Yeah. And I, I normally like, I'm somewhere between like a two X and I can wear a big one X if it's, if it's like loose fitting. That's like a nightshirt. This, yeah, I don't. It's like a, it's a moo. Now I'm self, here, how about this? Can I take it and 
tuck it yeah, behind. That's what they do, and that's what fashion models do. On the one, well, on, don't pull it too tight in the front because then on my fashion shoot, they had to do that because they're expecting a fat guy. They say that. No, what? When I went up to uh, Appleton for for uh, Fleet Farm, which was fun because my sister was working for Fleet Farm in their catalog. She was doing I don't know what, like, graphic design yeah, stuff. She was doing like layout. And so I got up there, and all the clothes they had for me were like super huge. So they had, like everything: the shirt, the the pants they had to pin in the back, everything. Because I think they're they my weight. I was like two. I don't know, a 250 something at that point. So I think they're expecting a more rotund man. And somebody, they miscast basically is what happened. They're expecting somebody a little bit rounder. And then I get there and. So they cast you for the photo shoot without having seen a picture of you? I don't know how it happened because they had all of my information. That seem like the greatest way to, you know, I'm going to have to sneeze again. I don't remember who it was or how I ended up there, but they they had all my pictures and stuff. So it it should not have been a surprise when I when I walked up and someone of my svelte stature was there. Hmm. I don't remember what, what are we doing. Oh, we're gonna do. Uh, so this I figured we'd do because we've got some more people in the chat room. But again, it's more <laughs> pictures of. Uh, uh, images emerged showing the American public getting behind the troops during the First World War by knitting in uh, what became known as the Wool Brigade. Pictures show men, women, children right across uh, America at knitting bees and in Red Cross facilities. Everyone played their part, and even First Lady Eleanor Roosevelt pictured knitting and a young crippled Chicago boy knitted in his hospital bed. The knitting was encouraged by multiple campaigns, including the American Red Cross urge to knit your bit. And of course, anything that rhymes is going to uh to, you know, take off and it's going to be super popular but it's it's kind of fun there's a lot of uh pictures that i haven't seen before i come across a lot of stories like this when i'm uh on the hunt for Canadian canoes and there's a little girl that she's i don't know she's got like a bag or something there i'm not sure what she's working about working on that's a scarf is that what it is oh it's her dress in there i thought it looked maybe like you a, need to put your glasses bag. on nah, i can see just fine and people of all ages, and there's kids in school, boys and girls, and out in the prairie in some kind of a big tent. So it's cool. Um, but again, it's there's like some of these, like some of these propaganda pictures, like the the Red Cross, our boys need socks, knit your bit. Um, some of that we've seen before, but some that yeah. we haven't. So, but again, that doesn't play well on an audio podcast. So I'm going to move on. And you'll post the link. I'll post the link. So the last story I have. Watch! Security camera footage reveals rogue goat at Colorado office. (laughs) So I'm going to start by saying one thing. Sometimes when I'm having trouble finding Canadian canoes, I'll search. I'll look for goat. I'm just going to search for goat news because who doesn't like goats and goat news? Well, the goat has become an acronym, which stands for greatest of all time. And so there's all these... Oh. debates who who's the greatest of all time lebron james or michael jordan or in music or other sports i'm like i don't care i'm looking for goats the animal i want the goat animal and i'm not finding it as easily anymore and it's making me angry i don't care for it i blame social media i do too because you only have 140 characters and i think that's maybe where it started was on twitter because that's where i first started seeing it and it makes me angry I don't like it when you're angry. I don't like when I'm angry either. I'm not an angry person. But when they hijack my goat news, 
makes me upset. That is a pretty awesome picture. Yeah. So on, on uh, Monday morning, the employees of Louisville, Louisville, Colorado, I don't know where that is, but Louisville, Colorado office arrived to a confusing scene. Two glass doors of their office were smashed, suggesting a break-in, but nothing was missing. A review of the security <gasps> footage shows a goat appearing hell-bent on breaking through the Argonics Inc. office doors. The action takes oh, place... Oh, it looks like a herd of goats. Yeah, they're running around. The action takes place over just two minutes on Sunday evening. The black and white animals begin to ram into one of the office doors, wagging its tail. It repeatedly hurdles into oh, the door they are so naughty. until the, other the glass shatters all over the sidewalk. The other one well, was already open. Well, so they talk about they, they ask one of the like a, a goat and oh, he's got big horns, but one of the they thought well maybe he was seeing his reflection in the door so he wanted to, um, he saw his reflection in the door so he was trying to attack it or, or keep it away. Uh, oh, it's Louisville. Thank you, Marie. We've we got a Colorado expert in, in the uh, chat room. It's not Louisville. It's Louisville. Louisville, Colorado. Way north. Um, but yeah, but they talked to a goat expert and said, well, he's probably not seeing his, seeing his reflection. He's probably just having fun. He just wants to he go in and playing. He's, he's just playing. They're, they're curious he's wagging animals. wagging his tail. Yeah, they're curious. And they, and she said that they use those horns, like something piques their interest. They're going to headbutt it, which I think also, which makes goats great because they're just, they're curious about things and they're just going to immediately just, just oh, attack it so with their naughty. head. <laughs> They're so naughty. Yeah. It was like that one day I went down to the store in the morning and that squirrel was trying to get it. Well, it was different because the squirrel wasn't going to break the front door, but there was like a squirrel that was like throwing itself oh. at the front door. And I'm like, I thought there was, I thought there was somebody trying to get in the front door and, and I'm like, I couldn't see anything. And I'm like, okay, getting ready to hide because it was like a Monday. It was a sun. I know it was a Sunday morning. No. It was a Sunday morning. And I just ran down to the me. store real quick and I'm like, oh, I better hide. I better hide. And then I'm looking out. There, I'm like, I don't see anyone. I'm like, what is going on? And then I looked a little bit more and it was a weird, random special squirrel that was thwarting himself on the door. Yeah, I think that squirrel had issues, maybe. I don't think that squirrel was quite all there. That's that's not a normal, not normal squirrel activity, I don't think. <laughs> no. Which maybe I shouldn't be laughing because that squirrel probably had mental issues of some sort. Poor squirrel. <laughs> yeah, what uh, was he doing downtown anyway? There aren't a whole lot of like things for squirrels to do downtown no i'm just trying to think of what's down i mean uh the bakery they probably have nuts in the bakery well i wonder if they live in the the stooges courtyard but there really aren't trees there yeah, i mean there's some trees but they're not like big squirrel trees they're... oh probably across the street over at the museum and stuff though yeah, that could be but yeah so my cousin's a little upset that you uh didn't mention before that you modeled for fleet farm because that was the big, that was the big, uh, oh, I didn't that was the big spectacle when she was here. That's the, right. The, the, we, the, we have to go see Fleet Farm. Yeah. And I think I've got the, actually might be out in the garage. I don't know where the, like the actual picture is, but I think it was, I think it was like a whole denim outfit, if I remember correctly, <laughs> like jeans and a denim shirt. And, what year was this? And they were huge. Oh, it was, I don't know, 2000. Probably 2000. Did it make it into the catalog? Yeah. It's in the, it's like the, the middle, the middle thing. It was me and like eight other people. <laughs> I was reading Teresa's comment. The goats are funny until they, they, and they're naughty because they, I mean, of course they are. They're goats. They climb, yeah. they climb fences and they, yep. they break the chicken coop and, 
which we don't have a chicken coop, so we wouldn't no, have to worry about that. That's not going to be an issue for us anytime soon. Maybe someday, but not anytime soon. All right, what else you got? Oh, I thought you were going to say something oh, there. No. Oh, no. Ooh. That was not good. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> All right. So I thought, being the 100th episode, I thought we'd do something a little different and, and uh, something fun. So a couple of the other podcasts, I don't know where this came from, but all of a sudden other podcasts I'm listening to have been have been doing this from time to time. So I thought, you know what? I've stolen everything else for the podcast. I'm going to do something. <laughs> you're laughing randomly and not... I am. I'm sorry. <laughs> explaining why you're laughing. Would you care to to, to share oh, with the class? Teresa said goats are terrible to live with in the chat room. So yeah, well, <laughs> we have our mailman has goats. Yeah, see, a lot of people have goats, and everybody's alive. The one that that um, I think he passed away, Earl. He uh, he he didn't go along. The other goats were really mean to him, so he got mm. to hang out with the alpacas and the llamas. Yeah, he couldn't go yeah. hang out with the goats because the other goats were jerks to him. Well, there you see, then he got to hang out with the cool people. All right, so we're going to do a Would You Rather, and I haven't looked at this because, again, I had this okay. this one I had probably a, a month ago in preparation for for this episode, so we're not going to do a million of these things, but I'm just curious to see what's in here, and uh, do, okay, Lisa, would you, oh, this one's interesting, would you rather own your own boat or your own plane? Boat. Why would you rather have a boat? I don't like flying. You don't like swimming either. You don't go on a boat and go swimming. When you go on a plane, you fly. That's true. I would rather have a plane because then I'm... you can you can just think of all the different places you can go if you've got an airplane. A boat, you can go on a lake, and that's about it. The uh, the um, my parents had a plane. They did have a plane, and they got seat, and they flew all over the country with their airplane. They did, yeah. I'd still take a boat. They didn't. Have a... We also had a boat. I enjoyed the boat. I went. I think I only went up on the plane once because I. Ugh. What kind of a boat did you have? Oh, it was a just a little speedboat. Yeah. See, I would like a pontoon boat. That would be fun. You can tool around, and you I can like still canoes and kayaks and. Those are, See, those I are like all that stuff. Though. I don't swim while I'm doing it. You should probably learn how to swim if you're going to canoe I and kayak. Can swim just fine. No. I don't drown. Well, you haven't yet. It only takes once. No, I can move around. I don't sink. Oh, you always thought you always say like your talk like you don't I'm know how to swim. I'm just not very good at it. Yeah. Well, when you're 14 and you move to Minnesota and you don't know how to swim really, and then you go to swim lessons when you're 14. In Minnesota, yeah, everybody else is like six. Yeah, and you don't really want to go a whole lot. But just think how tall you are. You, I know, I I noticed exactly how tall I was. You'd be in the shallow end with the kids. That'd be super easy. You can just stand everywhere. Oh, it was terrible. <laughs> Would you rather sweat melted cheese or always smell skunk? I would rather smell skunk because that doesn't bother me actually. I think sweating melted cheese, although it sounds convenient and, and I would fun, rather smell... Okay, wait a second. It sounds inconvenient. Smell like skunk or always just smell it? It just says always smell skunk. Well, I'd rather smell always smell skunk because if you sweat melted cheese, that affects people around you. It makes you gross. But if you always... If you just yeah. smell skunk, yeah, you, you, nobody knows. Clothes would be pretty great or pretty uh, gross yeah. pretty quickly. Like, oh, Going you to just the have gym? to carry. You have to carry like nacho chips with you all the time. But would you eat the cheese that came out of your body? I don't. I don't think I would. 
That it, you would not. I don't know. I don't think I could do that. Is it? I mean, yeah. It would it's probably depend cheese, on where you were sweating it from. It's probably everywhere. Instead of sweat, well, it's you would, cheese. You could just like on your arms. It wouldn't be as gross no, as you know. I know my arms sweat, and I'd, I would not eat that. That sounds horrible. We have some ews in the in the chat room. Yeah, no, that that's that's a bad one. Would you rather speak every language in the world or play every instrument? Oh, that one's easy. Language. Yep, definitely language on that one. Playing every instrument would be good, but I could probably do that anyway. Oh. Be able to speak every language and then go on the amazing race. If I'm going to speak every language, I'm not going on the amazing race. I'm just going to go on vacation and oh, take okay. it easy. <laughs> amazing race is really stressful. Or get a really good job because you know how to speak every language. Yeah, you could. Yeah, like if you're a good interpreter, you can uh, you can make a lot of money. Of course, our music teacher in the group says play every instrument. Yeah, I mean that would be cool, and you could probably get again make gets a, a pretty good job. You could record oh, your own album. You could be Bert from Mary Poppins. From Bert and Ernie. Oh, yeah, the one man. He was band. kind of playing every instrument all at the same time. All at the same time. <laughs> I figure with enough time and enough practice, I could probably play every instrument as it is. I think that would be easy. I think I could do it. I, I don't. I'm not musically inclined. Would you so. rather be the best player on a losing team? Or the worst player on a winning team, and I don't know how I would, how I would answer this because I don't want, I don't know. Probably the worst player on a winning team. I'd rather be the best on a losing team because I wouldn't want to be the one that everybody on the winning team was like, "Yeah, she sucks the most." On the winning team, yeah. But if you're winning, who cares? Yeah, but I was I was one of the worst players on a losing team playing basketball in high school. Well, I never played much. I wasn't the worst player, probably, but... Did you have to try out to be on your basketball team? There weren't enough people to try okay. out, no. Yeah, I was talking to somebody yesterday. That their son is playing football this year for his senior year and doesn't have to try out because it's just, yeah. he wanted. No. It was like that when I was in when I lived in the mountains in Colorado. Yeah, I mean, unless you're in a, a big, big school, I don't think, because my, my graduating class was 93 people, so there wasn't a lot of issue with that. I mean, it was to the point where, like, at the end of the season, I knew I wasn't going to be playing, so I had people bringing me candy on the bench and stuff. They'd, I'd like, give them, they'd come back with peanut butter cups oh, or whatever. Oh, okay. Not like hard candy that you're going to choke on and... I wasn't playing. I was sitting on the yeah. bench. It didn't matter. The coach didn't care. So, it, <laughs> whatever. This is stupid. Uh, it was it was horrible. I, I mean, I will admit, I was not great at basketball, but he only played, like, six or seven people all season, and it was kind of a... Kind of a pain. It was not cool. I need to, my Tony Cola's gone. So I'm going to open up a beer. I told my mom I took one of them. Took one of what? She, she asked if that was your first or your last Tony Cole, and I said you're only because only. I took one. Yeah. I wanted one. So you need to come back. Then you need to come back and bring like a, a whole case of it. Probably means I have to share the tequila with you, too, that she brought. Yeah, you do. I'm not a big tequila fan, but I want to try that at least. Ooh. Also, okay, so this <laughs> this beer. Okay, so Jennifer has a good point on the worst on a winning team, so you can just sit there and knit while everyone else plays. That's basically what I did. I sat at the end of the bench, and I watched and just kind of hung out and uh, ate some candy. That was about it. 
So this, I bought like a whole sampler of Sierra Nevada and this mostly just for this one. So it's a goes style, G O S E style ale. It's ale brewed with cactus and grapefruit. Hmm. So I don't, I have no idea what to expect here, but I'm going to, I'm going to give this one a try. All right. Would you, let's see. There's like a whole list of them here. Oh, would you rather lose your sense of taste or your sense of smell? Smell. But if you lost your sense of smell, your sense of taste would be all messed up too. I like food a lot, so yeah. I would not like to lose my... And I smell things too well, so I would like to... Oh, wow, that was not a good... So, no, this is, this isn't, so this how is great. it? Oh, good, you have three of them. I've got three more in the basement. Maybe it's because of the Tony Cole, but I, I'm not, I, I think, no, I'm not going to blame Tony Cole because Tony Cole is perfect. It's, this is weird. It's, it's weird. Do you think, yeah. do you want, do you want some oh, water man. to rinse your it's mouth out? Bitter. Do you want to rinse your mouth out with some water first? No. No. That's, mm. There has only been one other beer the whole time that we have been together that you have not finished or made that kind of a face about. Yeah. And that I'm going to drink it. That was the banana split. Are you going to make that yeah. face and the noises every time you take a sip? I might get used to it. We'll see. <laughs> Wait a second. Would you rather raise chickens for eggs or sheep for wool? Yes, please. Yeah, I, I think this one is probably we're just going to do both I, of those. Why Why would it be, would you rather? I would do both. Yeah, man. But if if you had to pick one, I would pick chickens for eggs, obviously, because I eat a lot of eggs and I don't knit so, <laughs> or spin. So this is an easy one for me. Yeah, I think, yeah, Teresa says chickens too, but I think, yeah, yeah. chickens for eggs and then, I don't know, you can get wool from somewhere else sheep are an awful lot of work they're they're a lot of work and yeah especially if you have goats i mean but if you don't have okay we take the goats out of the equation if what? you just had sheep you're getting rid of the goats i'm just saying take them out of the equation okay. we're just chickens or, or sheep yeah i think it's definitely chickens would you rather have feet for hands or hands for feet Do you still have your hands for hands? That's exactly what I was just going to ask. I think then I would want five. Ha- I want four hands. Yeah, I put hands on my feet because it actually sounds handy. <laughs> that sounds uh, useful. Oh, weirdo! I think that there's act- you could actually do things if if you had feet on for hands. You, your feet can't. Do, you're very limited. Like only one of your toes is of any use whatsoever. So I think we're going hands for feet. That one's actually easier than I I thought it was going to be. Would you rather? Go I want to read. That. Yeah, pick some. <laughs> that one's really funny. <laughs> Can't wait to see which one this is. Would you rather shoot spaghetti out of your fingers or sneeze meatballs? <laughs> see there again. I don't want to do either spaghetti. of those things. It could be like you could pretend you're Spider-Man. Then you're shooting your webs. I mean, sneezing meatballs would just make your face all messy all the time, and if you could. 
shoot well, spaghetti out of your fingers. And meatballs are big. It would be like that scene from, uh, from Total Recall yeah. where he's got to pull the Arnold's got to pull the yeah. bug out of his nose. That that doesn't sound good. That sounds painful. I'd wonder where those are coming from. So this actually led me. Because coincidentally, this morning, uh, somebody in my Twitter feed retweeted a post from uh, WYR bot, which is Would You Rather bot. It's a, a neural network. So this is basically a bot that posts Would You Rather questions. It's not a human being. This is an AI, an artificial intelligence. It comes up with Would You Rather questions and uh, posts them automatically on Twitter. So Would You Rather Never Have a Child or Never Have a Superpower? I think that's easy. I would rather... I want a superpower. I, yeah, well, but you can't have superpowers anyway. Is this, is this uh, like, assuming we're in a world where you can have superpowers? If that's the case, then I'm going to have a superpower. Yeah. Okay. Well, I, I think we're probably partial because we don't have children. So that well, one's probably true. an easy one. Okay, how about the, Would you rather have an unlimited supply of soap or have a tiger? <laughs> I don't know what that... I would rather have... I would rather have soap. I would be afraid the tiger would eat me. I'll have a tiger. I can go out and buy soap. Don't you remember what happened with Siegfried and Roy? Yeah, but look at what happened with uh, the king in, in Walking oh, Dead. That's that tiger true. is really nice, and he so helps. So we need the tiger for the zombie apocalypse. Exactly. Well, how about you get this? You get the tiger, and I get the soap. Yeah, we can share. There. Would you rather be a human in the bathroom or a taco and never be able to cry? I remember these are put together by an, an artificial intelligence robot. This, this, I don't know where that came from, but somewhere on the internet, he read something about a human in the bathroom or a taco and not crying. Oh, Teresa <laughs> has a good point. The tiger would eat your chickens. Oh, that's true. Well, no, I, the tiger would be well-trained to not eat the chickens. Marie was asking, what, where do you find the would you rather questions? The other one, was it would you rather.com? Is that what it uh, is? I don't remember which one this is. Uh, the, the Family Dinner Project. The FamilyDinnerProject.org slash fun slash would dash you dash rather. We could probably share that somewhere. We'll probably make that a little bit easier. So I will say that these would you rather questions, uh, there are some that are probably not appropriate for a podcast such as ours. And so those got, <laughs> those are crossed off the list. This is uh, probably one of the more family friendly ones out there. But yeah, so Marie, we'll, we'll send that one to you. Let's okay, see if we can find a couple of good ones here. Uh, would oh. you rather an amazing army or a giant wolf? Wolf. Uh, I don't know what that is. I don't means. know what that is, but I'll take the wolf. <laughs> would you rather become a mermaid or live on a small puppy? Ooh. Well, if you're living on a small puppy, you're probably a flea or a, some sort of a bug or something. I'm not sure I want to do that. Could I be a mermaid if I can't swim very well? Would I be able to automatically swim well if I was a mermaid? I think, yeah, I think that comes the territory. Would you rather be stalked by the moon or have a tree every night? What do you think? <laughs> I don't know. 52% says they'd rather have a tree every night. Whatever that means. Would you rather only eat clothes or never eat anything? Well, that's actually a pretty good one. I, I don't Well, it depends. Crocs. You can eat Crocs. I think Crocs are technically clothes. So you just boil your Crocs and you'd be fine. Would you rather have super strength or have a headache? So, Would you rather have your own arm as an adult, oh, as a adult, or be a koala with a beach? Yes. I will be a koala with the beach. I think that. Yeah. 
That sounds nice. I'm concerned that the other one, would you rather have a super strength or have a headache? headache? 8% would rather have a headache. What is wrong with them? I'm wondering what's wrong with those 8%. So it's kind of... they get confused? I don't know. I think some people just like to be contrary just for the sake of it. So I'm going to start following this Twitter feed because it is just stupid fun and just want to see what the robot comes up with. Did you hear, speaking of uh, AI, that Facebook is developing an AI, artificial intelligence, uh, stuff that they're testing and working on, and they had to shut it down because the AI, like the bots, started developing their own language. And so the people that were following the, the thing couldn't didn't understand what they were saying anymore or what they were doing. So Terminator. Had, so yeah, so they had to shut it down so that they didn't like do whatever they were talking about doing. Well, now you're going to give everybody nightmares. That's, I mean, that's artificial intelligence. That's part of. It's crazy, but yeah, I mean, it. it they, I've seen some that they have that uh, they're testing that playing video games like very simple games, and it kind of figure its way through uh, like simple pathfinding and like jumping and playing games and stuff like that. It's I can't even do that. Pretty cool. I can't even play a video game. Well, I mean, if you if you spent as much time as oh. they do, they probably would. Yeah, I need my I need my thumbs for for knitting. That's true. Do you though? Yeah, I guess you kind of do, don't you? Yeah, you kind of need your thumbs for knitting. Yeah, you kind of need thumbs for a lot of things. You do for well playing video games, opening the door to let the dog out. Well, not we have levers. We don't need that. That's true. So it's pretty easy, actually. So I think we're probably at a pretty good point. We can uh, you want to bind it off, Lisa? Sure. You sure? Sure. Are you really sure? Yeah. Okay, so we're going to go ahead and uh, bind off episode 100 of the podcast. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. If you're in chat, hang out. We might uh, stick around here for a little bit for a few minutes afterward. Lisa wants to get out of here. She's sick of all of this, so we're going to... Oh, no, I'm fine. Oh, okay. So we're going to... I'm always uh, sick of all this. Well, yeah. 99 times. No. No. Well, no, 100 it's now. It's fun. Okay, so we've got, uh, and again, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, ideas, thoughts in your brain you would like to share with us, send us an email, podcast at elisatheyarnista.com. Um, if you want to follow what Elisa has doing between this week and next week, between episodes of the show, you can go to elisatheyarnista.com. Up in the upper right-hand area, all the social media stuff, hang out, Twitter and Facebook, Ravelry, Instagram, all kinds of cool stuff there. Um, if you would like to watch us as we record this podcast each and every Saturday, you can go to patreon.com slash Elisa the Yarnista. And for $5 a month, we'll get you access to uh, the chat room and have some fun in there. Again, this week's episode is going to be free. So if you're listening to this and you want to go back and watch parts of it or whatever, it will be available for free on YouTube. Uh, what else? I think that's it. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. All right. So we're going to go and bind it off. Everybody, have a good night. Have a good weekend. And uh, we'll see you in a week. Cheers. Wasting time. Yeah, I'm wasting mine. But I haven't found a thing. And now it's all or nothing. Baby. I don't know what to say. Welcome, man. <laughs> All right, I'll try it again.
So you want to edit that out? Yeah, we'll take that part out. <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe we'll just we'll keep it and we'll just go with it. 